This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Huntley, empty set, four-man rush. He dances out of there. He runs to his right, throws it down the field. Intercepted! Minka Fitzpatrick, number six Mike's on hot. the year. And the Steelers seal the deal in Baltimore. Yeah. There's nothing like a little Minka magic moments and, uh, you know, transpire during the season, my friend. You know, you think about it. He was a 2022 Steelers MVP. He was voted All-Pro back in uh, 19 and 20. But this year, he also, it's a newly formed uh, All-Pro vote, the NFLPA All-Pro team. And the voting is by position-specific meaning that those who play the position and those who compete one-on-one with that position, they're the ones that get to vote. You can't vote for a teammate. For instance, if you're a center, you can vote for the interior defensive line and a one second-level linebacker or something like that. So it's gotta be, that's got to be a great sort of, um, I don't know, it's a great, great recognition for, uh, for Minka because of the fact that it comes from other players. Yeah, no, I mean, and th- that's that's what – makes it so special right is that it's it's an award by your peers right your peers are the ones that say you know what this guy's the best to do it at that position right that that's essentially what it's that acknowledgement that you know hey also i don't want to see this guy you know what i'm saying like that's also what it means it's like this guy is so good at his position i'm gonna vote for him (laughs) I also, I also hate playing against him at the same time. You know, <laughs> Or the fact of the matter is, if you're a safety, you can vote for a safety, you know, or, you, yeah. know, or, or, you know, a, a wide receiver would vote against, or for a safety that he played against. But it wouldn't be like one of us being able to vote for Minka or, or anything like that because yeah. it's, it's about position players. And that's I, – I love that. I think it's it's great. It's – all totally based on players voting. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's a testament to just the skill set that uh, he possesses. And people recognize it. Even when the stats aren't so eye-gouging, people also realize that, you know, there's a reason for that. Like, you know, if, if, a, if a safety doesn't have a bunch of interceptions in a year – it's because they figured out for the previous year that we don't want to throw in his direction because he takes the <laughs> ball away. You know, you know, and yeah. that, that's also the nod. And that's also what makes it tough, right? Because, you know, just like with solitary corners, I know, you know, for many years, you know, and I say this because Darrell Revis is up for the Pro Football Hall right. of Fame at the defensive back position. I mean, his, his numbers weren't tremendous, but his numbers were tremendous when you think of the lack of throws in his direction because he was that good. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you if you have twelve interceptions a year, guess what? That was luck because people obviously didn't see anything in film that made them scared of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Right. And they and they threw your direction constantly. But when they don't throw it in your direction and you have like five interceptions, but you only get thrown to like three times a game over the season, that's a heck of a number. That that's a powerful number versus. Hey, you know what? This this is um, this is boom or bust with this guy. He's either going to get her, get an interception, he's going to throw up or give up a touchdown. You know, uh, you, you you know, and I think that's kind of how you have to look at Mink. Like Mink was asked to do so much a year ago, 
and you know it kind of gave a hiccup in the in the consistency because he wasn't playing that roving position like he did this year. Right. You know, having that comfortability that he could sit back and truly play a safety position versus having to be a box backer versus having to be an on-the-line blitzer, right? Drop down into the nickel and play press. Like, he, he was doing everything and all over the field, but when you get to lock in, you get to just be one thing, man, you, you see what happens. I mean, he, he, he is truly like a center fielder, right? He's catching pop flies left and right. Think about this. I mean, the Steelers led the entire NFL in interceptions, 20 of them. Minka had six of them. He's tied for the lead in the NFL. I mean, it just speaks to the ability for him. And, again, I always go – some guys just have that knack of the ball finding them as well as them finding the ball. You know what I mean? It's hard enough to go find one, but it seems like with Minka, he's almost like a magnet for that at times. You know, like you just – his his intellect, his, his scouting, everything, and it, guys just have it. You know, you don't know what that it exactly is, but it's it. You know it when you see it. Yeah, no, it's, it's easy. The it is magnets. He has magnets in his hands. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> never see anything no. like it. Really, totally crazy. That's why, that's, why, that's why he never brings his hands together in prayer. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's because he knows that he won't be able to pull them apart um, because there's leather on the gloves. I'm just saying. I don't know. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, where we were a year ago with Minka to where we're at this year. Right. And when you get to have consistency at the position, you get consistent results like Minka's had with those six interceptions. When you get to play the field and play into your zones, but like you said, the studying comes in. So now it's not. It's not guessing, it's making informed decisions about what you expect to happen versus praying it happens. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. It's a different expectation versus a hope. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Minka has the expectation when the ball is in his area that not only is it coming here, but I should be able to pick it off. I should be able to make the better decision because I already know what the quarterback wants to do even before he knows what he wants to do, and I'm going to take advantage of that fact. You know, what's really interesting is when you have a, a conversation with, you know, somebody like Rod Woodson. I get to see Rod, you know, when he's he's the color guy now for the Ravens, and one of the things I always find fascinating is that opportunity to talk to him about some of the, the, the technical aspects of, of playing the secondary, what he looks for, how he talked about the down distance and personnel. The packages were so important to him. You know, it, it's interesting to me because it, it, it tells you what a great mind it takes to play in that secondary with great eyes. You know, when you see a, a Troy Palomalu and you – you, you kind of exalt over the great physical stuff that he does, flying over the top of the line of scrimmage, you know, uh, tackling a guy, you know, out in the open field that's, that's a 4-2-40 guy. All those things are great, but it, it, it almost does, it overrides the fact that this guy is such a student of the game and he's locked into, you know, seeing things like, like a falcon hunter. Did you ever see those, those falcons, man? I love when they, they, they go off and they, they hunt, you know, and they got the, the, the falconry yeah. that existed over in Europe and stuff, and they come yeah. back and they light on the hand. But they dive down and they are hunters, man. And it's kind of, I think of Mika the same way. You know, what he does from the top end, from the back end of that defense to, to the front end, he is, he is 
I'm, I'm the present up there. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's truly the eagle soaring above. You know, we have a hawk outside of our house, like oh, in our you? neighborhood. Did he, is he and the one that killed the, the, the rattlesnake? Probably. It was probably him. Ah. Um, uh-huh. But it, it, it's, it's funny because, you know, at certain points, you know, when I'm out there either walking the dog or whatever, you know, it's like a, a nice brisk day. They'll just put their wings out and they just hang. Yeah. And they just scout and they just look. And it almost looks like he's standing still, almost as if he's not real. Or somebody's holding a kite, right, with the string. And it's just floating up there. And then when he makes the decision, right, yes. it is like, it, it's like a dive bomber. And, <laughs> you know, you get that little roll, the wings come in, and boom, it makes the attack and gets right back out of there. That's what Minka reminds me of. You know, and, and it's just it, it's it's graceful and beautiful. You know, violence at, at, at its purest form, right? But it's it's obviously for survival. And when you're on the football field, it's not as much survival as opposed to creating an opportunity to get out of harm's way. Mm. And I think that's funny to say that, but when you think about it, defensively, you're always in harm's way because the harm is when a team encroaches upon your field position right. and also is trying to get into your the end zone you're defending. So that is the harm's way that you're trying to prevent. And Minka does such a great job of realizing that threat and then going and neutralizing it to the best of his ability, which to the tune of six interceptions and countless tackles um, in that process. And, you know, and like you said, he gets rewarded for that. His peers see what he does. And I'm sure they probably tried to score on him and didn't and got mad about it and begrudgingly probably wrote his name in extra hard and dark with a number two lead pencil. <laughs> well, one of the things <laughs> you know, it's like clenched teeth when he's, when they're writing it, because it's like, you know, what could have been, but it's like, you can't deny the skill set. No, you just can't. You just can't. And by the way, I think what we need to do is open up the phone lines, 412-919-1316. Yes, if the do. folks want to jump in, Certainly, I got to say, one thing about Minka, think about the Mount Rushmore of uh, Steeler safeties you could have with the Donnie Shell, you know, with, mm-hmm. with Troy Palomalu, with Minka Fitzpatrick. Great googly yeah. googly. That's some really Carnell Lake, stuff. baby. Carnell Lake. How could I even yeah. overlook Carnell Lake? I mean, you got Ryan Clark is a guy that it put in I was such, about to say. Yeah. Ryan has an inscription somewhere at the foot of that of that mountain. You know, there's <laughs> I, I don't even know, you know, Mount Rushmore, how many can you have? But that's a lot of great safeties. JT Thomas it, was an excellent have our safety, own. too. We can, we, we can put as many as we want to. It's our Mount Rushmore, Wolf. <laughs> there you go. That's right. I forgot It about doesn't that. have to be four. You know, this isn't a national park. This is, you know, a, na- <laughs> a national treasure in Pittsburgh, right? Absolutely. You know? By the way, have you ever seen 411, the the documentary about people that disappear in the national parks? No, I have oh, not. Oh, you got to see this. Something's going on, man. You got to you got to see this. So, Some people disappear so. and they reappear in, in places where um they've already searched and there was nobody there. I mean, it's wild. It's crazy. So you what you're check telling me is that after watching this, I'm not taking my kids on a national park. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's a perfectly worse <laughs> probably documentary to watch if you plan on. We planned on doing 
an RV trip with the kids and taking them to the national parks. Oh, really? So, so oh, great. Well, we oh, did <laughs> past tense, not anymore. <laughs> no, not not after this documentary. We'll just keep a GPS on you. I'll watch over you, buddy. Oh, okay, they, yeah. They disappeared. What happened? <laughs> yeah. No. So you're saying I need to carry nothing but signal flares? Is what you're telling me. <laughs> Oh no! I just thought of that. It was crazy. That's a crazy documentary, though. I mean, yeah, no, it, it is. It is. It is so crazy. I don't want to watch it because <laughs> I, I want my naive ignorance to carry me through on these parks trips. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, hey, I love RVs. RVs are tremendous. Do you, yeah. do, you do? Do you do much RVing? I do not, but I have been to a lot of RV shows okay. to look inside yeah. of RVs, and they are amazing. Because we were like, okay, which one will we rent? Because obviously, I don't have the space to buy and maintain and right. upkeep. One no, no, things. the best way yeah. to get an RV is have a friend who has an RV. Yes, that that's also the same as boat rules, right? You know, True. you never want to own the boat; you just want to know the guy who owns the yes, boat. Yes, there you go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I, I key that in in my mind. But we do have fantastic RV rentals out here in Arizona. So that's what I was looking at. You know, one that expands, you know, like a transformer. Right. Like it goes from just a, like like a bus type of situation <laughs> to almost like a mobile penthouse condo. You know, I mean, it, it's crazy what it. they can do. But you know what the best place to see those at? Where? Is at NASCAR events. Really? Because NASCAR, you know, I know, we, you know, you see, you see the race on Sundays like, oh, my gosh. That's what it is. No, it's like a week-long type of thing. And we have Phoenix International Raceway out here, which used to have the Fresh Fit 400. Um, and I went out there back when Dave Lockett was uh, was the head of PR for right. it. And, yeah, you go out there, there, there's all these other, like, you know, younger races and, and all these other type funny car and everything else. So they do all of these races, like, during the week – so people, when they come, they stay all week. So there's these humongous RVs, and the closer you get to the the race track, the bigger the RVs get. You know, you, you first you start out as like a camper van, you know, right. one of those trucks with a little conversion on it, and then by the time you get to by the track, it's like these full-on Prevosts that like double in size. You know, they expand out. They got a porch. They got a canopy. There's like three grills that roll out from underneath it. It's, it's like ridiculous. And so that's the best place where I go. I'm like, because you, you get to see all the ranges um, of, of these different types of RVs. And then, of course, we do have an RV show out here that I also go to. I'm taking my family to. And my kids, everyone, they walk in. I, I want this one. I want this one, Dad. Right, I'm like, right. why, are, why are you getting in the bunk bed? Well, there's a bunk bed, Dad. I'm like, no. No, these are for looks. These are, we're not keeping it. Don't use the bathroom. Definitely don't use the bathroom on here, okay? <laughs> well, it's so funny because up at Hoopies, we stay I, – I bring the family up there, and we have Hoopy Palooza. There's not enough rooms in, in Hoopy's house for all the family to come, right? So one of us, we park, yeah. we get an RV and park one outside there, and we, we hang out. Yeah. We're the RVers. You know, we're like Cousin yeah. Eddie. <laughs> there it is, Cousin Eddie. It's like, hey, hey, where do I drain this at? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ask Ronnie oh. about the RV. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to ask you about that next time I see you. There you but, go. But, hey, we'll, we're going to step aside, okay. take a break real fast, and we'll come back with more here in the locker room. Wolf and Starks, ESPN, SNR Radio.
is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of the phones with the question of the day. Are you optimistic or pessimistic about this year and next year based on what you've seen thus far? I, I, I'm big optimist, Max, but you know what? We're going to go to uh, Jason in New Hampshire. And for, the number is 412-919-1316. I can't get how Tunch would do that inflection, but I'm doing my best, Jason. Oh, even I can't do it the way Tunch did it. I think it's just he watched What About Bob too many times. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, I uh, just on the question, I'm I'm extremely positive. Uh, I spoke to Moats and um, Wes about it yesterday. Mm. And I don't know how you can't be after seeing what took place, you know, this especially the latter half of the season. You know, I had mentioned to them we'd gone to three games this year. Once in the beginning, once in the middle, and once at the end. The beginning, you know, New England and then Cincinnati, it was horrible. The feeling in the stadium was horrible. Mm. Leaving against Cleveland, even knowing that we weren't making the playoffs, we felt ecstatic. You know, I mean, this team just looks like it's got what it takes to move forward, you know. I like um, it, yep. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, I got a comment on your whole National Park thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, luckily, I realized – I realized my stepdaughter doesn't enjoy football very much when we went to the New England game and she said she doesn't want to go again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, so I know she's not listening. So that helped that she wasn't because we're staying in a yurt in Joshua Tree National Park later this year. And it's a national park. Well, you got to be careful what you're saying out there. There's children listening. I got you. I got you. Okay. Strike that. I've been reprimanded by both Max and by you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, my biggest point and why I wanted to call is that um, with the amount of the years that I listened, you know, to you and Tunch, last year was difficult to – to listen with as much gusto and with as yeah. much passion. And, you know, this year, though, you guys have really put your stamp on it. You know, you've made it your locker room, you know, our locker room, if you will. And, you know, of course, the pitching to Johnny does add quite a bit in. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, I kind of look at you it, guys, Jason. You guys like, are a hell of a three-person team. Well, Sorry. thank you so very thank much. You. I kind of look at it like the way, um, the way uh, Mike Tomlin – thinks about his inside linebackers there's a pair and a spare you know and it doesn't matter which one of us is the spare because tunch is always a part of the locker room and tunch loved max just as much as i do you know he was and this he's the perfect fit absolutely you know no max and nothing against you man it was just it was difficult like it was cool listening to you because i was always a fan obviously watching you play um, but this year, it's like I really felt like oh, this is his locker room now, too. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, yeah. appreciate you coming on and filling that role and, and making it your own and, and not just in a shadow, if you will. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it. And trust me, I, I, I take no offense. I, you know, I love I love Tunch and, yep. you know, and, and just as much as I love Wolf. And and so it, w- it was tough for me. You know, I mean, it, it's also tough when you're asked to come and step in place of someone that has a larger than life personality and, you know, has meant so much to so many people. I mean, heck, I talk about it all the time. I mean, 
I was first really introduced to the Steelers, like in earnest, watching Tunch's Punches. My freshman year of college. <laughs> yeah, me too. First week yeah. on the job. Yeah. First week on the job, my coach, Jimmy Ray Stevens, he says, watch this video. And I'm like, what? what? I just got here. I was like, first of all, I got to find a VHS player. I just moved into a dorm, you know, and, and he's like, watch this video. And, and that's the first thing I really see. And I see. And so to come to, to then get drafted by Pittsburgh and then you see the same guy you were seeing on the VHSs that you're trying to mimic, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it, was, it, was, it was very humbling and now even humbling to step in this role now. But like you said, I mean, you know, we, we, we come in, you know, year one is that feel up because like I said, for, for, for listeners like you, like there's an expectation and there's a certain thing that they expect because of the consistency over the years, you're talking decades of doing it. And then there's this new guy here that's going to come in and quote unquote, he's taking the place of, and it's like, I, I am in a sense, but I'm also, you know, coming to bring a different perspective as well, but yeah, it ta- it takes a while, and even for for Wolf and I getting it together, we don't use Zoom anymore. Zoom was <laughs> Zoom was terrible a year ago uh, for us, trying to look at each other, give yeah, each other the humies and connections. So now we've gotten into a groove to where we already we sense what each other is, and I'm glad that you feel that you know that there's a genuineness, but also you know a, a difference in it, but still trying to keep the base concepts of making sure that people feel welcome, they feel warm, they feel informed and entertained at the same time. So, you know, I really appreciate that. And trust me, no offense taken, and I completely understand. <laughs> See, and I grew up I grew up completely as a fan. You know, I played football in junior high, but I, I could never – and my body just wasn't for football. <laughs> I was, the mentality was. <laughs> right, but, right. You know, but if you, you all remember ABC Wide World of Sports yeah, back yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, okay. How could you not? That's where that's where, you know, cuz I got limited exposure. We lived in Northwestern PA and we got like three channels to watch, you know. So, I was limited on when I got to see the Steelers play, but I learned about Tunch because they had that special there with him and his Tunch Punch on ABC Wild Wide World of Sports. I think it was that show. It could have been another one. I was 10. <laughs> and it was just that's how I got to know him and obviously, you know, watching him and Wolf play and, you know, and, and, and got the love for the offensive line at a younger age. But no, you guys are great. You guys are great. Now I'll, I'll defer my time to the. Appreciate to the you so much, Jason, so much. <laughs> Just remember this, the wide world of sports. My dad used to go, that poor ski jumper. How does he crash like that every week? <laughs> every week. <laughs> every week, man. He went down. That's the best. That's All right. The best. Thanks, you guys Jason. Are the greatest. Can't wait to see talk to you or hear you next year and talk to you next year all right brother well tune in tomorrow we got one more day in the in the locker room so yeah, yeah, forget, yeah. About, forget about us tomorrow all right i talk too much though i can't talk to you tomorrow okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's all right we love you anyhow thanks brother <laughs> all right later all right man let's let's keep on going we got cr in chicago the number is 412-919-1316 cr are you optimistic or pessimistic i think i already know uh, see, you go on with them big words. Well, come on, man. You know I'm like you. You all this. I mean, I was I was getting along with the show until this other dude you got with you showed up with all them big words. What I am know I supposed it. to know what that, that means, man? 
Yeah. Right, listen, listen. Uh, hey, hey, it's a challenge. I, I want you to go to the dictionary afterwards, CR. That's all. <laughs> all right, then. You, you, you said something about a VHS. You know, what What the heck is VHS? What is that, VHS? What What? What do you mean? Exactly. Yeah, the VHS, the, the the video cassettes back in the day. Okay, but, but what does VHS stand for? I have no clue what VHS stands for. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I don't. Hey, I know what a VCR stands for, video cassette recorder. I just I do not know what a VHS stands for. Well, VHS stands for video home system. I looked it up just like you told me to. Wow. There we go. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's pretty sweet, man. Sharing is caring and learning <laughs> in the locker room right there. <laughs> okay. As far as let's get down to business. As far as being a, a, a optimistic or pessimistic. Come on, man. If you can't be optimistic about this, I mean, what what is your problem? I, I put out a, a a comment the other day about about us as Steelers fans, and and you know we have a lot to be excited about and happy about, and uh, because we didn't win the Super Bowl every year, I mean nobody's gonna do that, man. Nobody's gonna win the NFC Championship every year, the eight, whatever. That's impossible. The only team that's ever done. Uh, uh, undefeated was Miami Dolphins, and I doubt that it ever happened again in our lifetime. But oh, we yeah. have to be optimistic, especially uh, 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 pick at the Pickens and and, and Warren and and uh, and, and uh, Harris uh, running together. Like I just saw a note here somewhere where somebody said that more than likely, if they if they continue with the offensive like they're doing now, and those guys play together. Uh, it's going to be another Rocky Bly and, and Franco Harris with a thousand yards apiece. Or comments on that? Well, you know, it, I I think there's so much to be had here, and I, I've already you know I stated that I wrote the whole article for Jim uh, Wexel and so forth. And uh, by the way, Wex put that out there. So I'm I'm obviously an optimist, you know. But I, mm-hmm. the one guy that that I kind of really am fired up to see, the guy that I'm really excited about is Calvin Austin the third. I mean, because yeah, right, you right. don't know what this the, the, the guy. Roadrunner. Yeah, all I can say is you got a four-three guy there sitting in the in the wings waiting to to explode. I just I think it could be great. You never know, Max. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think if you can keep a nucleus together and you can also <clears throat> continue to build around it, right? You know, you add the bolstering things. You get. Get more offensive linemen. Make sure that you're you're stabilizing the depth so that if an injury happens, you're not decimated, right? Right. You have guys who can fill in. But also, I think if you keep the philosophies consistent, right, be committed to running that football and then allowing that play action to work off of it. I mean, one of the axioms that we always talk about when you get into late end of the year football, run game and run defense. If you can do those Mm -hmm. two things, you're going to have a really good shot. So as long as they continue, however it goes, this offseason leading into next year, as long as you keep a constant emphasis on that run game and Mr. Rooney does not have to come out and say we need to run the ball more, I think we'll be going in the right direction, right? <laughs> so yeah. I agree. Yeah, well, well, one more quick thing. I, I think we need when you said run, run the ball, I do think, and I'm hoping that the Steelers organization will uh, put some, a little bit more focus on the run defense because, you know, like, like uh, the the big man is, is getting old in, in the tooth and, and all that kind of stuff, and we do need some other people to put in there. We did have some injuries and stuff, but I really think our run defense need to pick up. If that picks up, then uh, well, that's going to come about with the inside well. linebackers a lot. 
That's going to be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. But all right, we got to run. Okay, thank all you, right. CR. Pre- appreciate you. In the meantime, yes. And in, be- in the meantime, and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> all right. All right, we got Thanks, okay. CR. I think we got one more before we go to break. We got Bill in Pittsburgh. Bill, you're in the locker room, my friend. Hello, sir. How are you? We're doing just fine. How are you doing? Hey, when you get to be this age, it's a gift, my friend. It's a gift. <laughs> All right. Listen, How old are not, you? How old are you? Uh, as of December 27th, I'm 65. Well, I'm 64, so we're right in the same club, brother. It is a gift. And we're both, yes, older than Max. <laughs> We're there we go. Everything right now. Hey, listen, I, got, I got one question. Yes. I got one question. I don't want to put you guys on the spot. But tell me why the media in Pittsburgh is so intent on making Tomlin look like the village idiot. And A, B, at what point in time did he have so much power that none of this is put on? The GM, I mean, Tomlin does the decision-making for draft picks, trades, contracts. That's the most powerful head coach in the history of the NFL. <laughs> it don't work that way. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, it, yeah, it does I, okay, not. Okay, yeah. I, I, ain't, I ain't missing nothing in it. No. You know, the thing about it is what do you, I, I just don't know how you can quantify Mike Tomlin in a short sentence. You can't. The guy's impact is too great. And I look, I go back to this all the time. You look at what the Steelers head coaches, the lineage, Chuck Knoll, Hall of Famer, Bill Cowher, Hall of Famer, and believe you me, Mike Tomlin, Hall of Famer. It's coming. Believe you me. right now, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely. He, he don't right need now. nothing else to, to check into the Canton, let me tell you. He's already done it. Why are they so hard on him in this town? Hey, you got to ask them, okay? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I've watched Mike close up for his entire career from the sidelines, basically, except for the last couple. And I got to tell you something. I've never seen him at a loss leadership wise on the sidelines at what to do. Every circumstance. I don't care what people say. I know that people say, well, that thing when Matt Spath or whoever, you know, the touchdown against the Patriots and, you know, this and that. No, I, th- he has always been large and in charge, always had the answer. Um, I'm, I'm. What can I say? I admire him. He is. He's a heck of a man, and I appreciate the way he goes about his business yeah. coaching. Max, you're you're up. Yeah, yeah, Bill. I, I could just say this. You know, when you look at it, there's just some people that get pissed off at a sunny day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know those people. <laughs> ah, the sun's out. Jeez, again. Really? I couldn't have you said know, it better. You know, I mean, and, and, th- th- and that that's those people. You know, but those who. Those who appreciate the sunshine after a rainy day or after a gray day, you know, in the berg, you know, or or it was snowing and it was bad. And the next thing you know, boom, the sun comes out, clears out all the snow. It becomes just wetness and then it goes away. Like those are the people I, I run away from, the people that yell at the sun. But the people that appreciate those, those are the people I cling to. So there's always going to be that one. We, we all we we got one in every family. You know, it's that cousin. We're like, ah, oh, God, he's got to come again. Oh, okay. All right. 
Let me just well, get myself what, mentally after, prepared. <laughs> after a statement like that, I got to I got to leave that one late just where it is, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I said, why 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 bother saying it three hundred words when Max can put put it together in about twelve? <laughs> he does have a gift. He does do have a gift. Max, do you do you have do you have a ball pit? If you don't, you need one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, li- listen, I don't preach, but I've been to enough sermons, so I, I, I feel. <laughs> hey, Bill, thank you so much, brother. We appreciate Thanks, you checking Bill. in. Don't forget, we're here till tomorrow, buddy. man. Thank you so much. All All right, Max, we got one more All break. Right. Yep. Yeah, hey, Bell Lap. Bell Lap coming up, Wolf, here in the locker room. We come back. Wolf and Starks, ESPN, SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Yes. Wesley Euler here at the SNR Breaking News Desk. Max and Wolf, breaking news for you. Once again, uh, the producer of this show, Wesley Euler, and the host of this SNR breaking news segment here, is just wondering when we're going to do our Looney Tunes all-time starting football lineups here. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, you know, I've been sitting here. We've been talking about it all week. We've been teasing it. I'm ready to go on the Looney Tunes. That's my breaking news. Back to you. Thank you, Wesley. Great reminder. We got to do it tomorrow, Max. Okay? We got to do it tomorrow. That'd no, be beautiful. We, we, we will. Okay. We, will. we got one one more caller we got to get in. We got Lawrence from North Carolina. Well, Lawrence, you're in the locker room, my friend. How are you doing, Wolf? And Max, y'all doing okay? We're doing good. Doing How good. are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad that the season we had. Uh, it started off a little rocky. Mm-hmm. Praise to Coach Tomlin. Praise yep. to the staff. Praise to the players. You do not know, uh, do not understand how hard it was this year. Listen, all these Cowboys fans, everybody else talking about the record. Now, I thought at one time, I said, well, we'll get a top. I said, we haven't drafted in the fifth, you know, top five since uh, that running back from Georgia. I can't remember, remember his name. Worthy. Worthy. Yeah, yeah, Tim Worthy. I told myself, so I, I would love to draft early like that and maybe trade that to get some other draft pick for linemen and all. So I just want to thank them and Tom and the job he's doing years when everybody thought, fire Tom, fire Tom. That's no. crazy. He's never had a losing season. So no. I don't know where they're getting that from. But thank you all for what you do. I can't wait to see what they're going to do in the draft. Trade that third, third, that last round pick. Get a couple more linemen for the offensive defense. <laughs> Y'all be blessed. I'll see you later, man. All right. Thank you, right, Lawrence. Thanks, that's bro. great. I like that. It thanks. comes in strong, comes in hard to the locker room. You know, because yeah. this is what it's all about, Max. You know, you, you come in in the morning, and before you start with all the things that go on in one day, you know, getting leading up to practice and everything else, you got to get in there and you got to solve all the world's problems at first or whatever's yeah. going on in the locker room. No, absolutely. I mean, this is where you come, you bring your thoughts, your quandaries, your frustrations and everything else. You air it out in the Democratic. Of course, we are a tribunal here, including 
the Euler bomb himself, Johnny Wesley Euler. <laughs> um, but we are a tribunal. We're here to listen to your thoughts. We're here to listen to, you know, all all those things and try and put your mind at ease or fire you up even more. We can be rebel rousers too. I mean, it is in our <laughs> DNA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to think you you you've uh, you've stoked the fire a few times, buddy. You know, in yeah, in your time maybe. in the past, yeah. maybe a well, time or two. You know, I mean, yeah. you sit there and you kind of rank on. I always loved when you you know you could get there and you start uh, kind of just cracking on each other. You know, I mean, yeah. And then oh, it spreads the to other units, other you know, and you talk about the defensive guys and you know who who had the biggest forehead and that sort of. You know, I mean, things things oh, quality yeah. conversations like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, bodily habits and odors and smells and. <laughs> Five heads and and is what 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 is that you know yeah, I mean exactly just, it, it all all is open all is fair except for don't talk about moms and girlfriends no uh, and children no, no don't only do three that. things wives. that are off yeah 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 exactly I'm sorry sorry significant others yes. there we go that that should be the category yeah yeah gonna have I a little bit that. of a squeaky voice oh man yes but um. But yeah, no, this this has been wonderful, and like I said, we'll have our swan song tomorrow, Wolf. Um, Looney we will, Tunes, we, yeah, the Looney Tunes Hanna Barbera lineup. I hate all time team. I haven't gotten into Hanna Barbera. I got a lot well, of Looney Tunes, so I got to do a little more studying tonight. Think about this: it's like Flintstones, Jetsons. Think that. Okay, that, Flintstones. That type of stuff. What do you think Fred so, yeah. would do? Fred could be a good center. You know what I mean? I feel like. I feel like Fred is a pulling guard. You know what you I'm saying? You think so? Yeah. I think Barney would be a good center. A little bit more squatty, big feet, you know? <laughs> He's got a big forehead, too. Or a flat he does. head. He I should does. say a flat yeah. head. Flat head. That yes, is correct. That's... And a big nose, yes. Um, Man. But, but I mean, I feel, like, I feel like Barney would be the center, and Fred would definitely be – a pulling guard, especially with the twinkle toes when he's at the bowling alley. Ooh, ooh, you know? yeah, Scooby-Doo yeah. is uh, Hanna-Barbera as well. Oh, Scooby-Doo. That's right, Scooby-Doo. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. So, yeah. So, I, you can't pitch to Scooby. <laughs> yes, we can, Scooby. Would you do it for a Scooby snack? <laughs> we are losing it here in the locker room. Yeah. You know, that's the way it is. You know, this that, is... that is the way it is. I mean, it's just going to be fun. But definitely, you don't want to miss the show tomorrow. It is our last show of the season. But also, Looney Tunes, Hanna-Barbera, football squad. We're going to oh, make man. it up. We're going to go offense. We're going to go defense. And then, of course, give you our three specialists in that one. And we might even throw in, like, a utility, like, designated like you know return guy or, well, or you know that don't forget this you got to come up with a coach and you got to come up with an equipment manager yes there thank you go you. all right we got there <laughs> so you got the assignment Steelers Nation we want to hear it we're going to take your calls as well we're going to give our thoughts all three teams that we have and then of course we want to hear from you as well with your input Thank you for listening today we'll be back tomorrow same bat channel same bat time here in the locker room on SNR and ESPN Radio.